Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Pokey Tower Podcast. Welcome in, everyone, to episode 30 of the Pokey Tower Podcast. Episode 30. Episode 30. Holy We've cow. made it, guys. 30 full episodes after this one. You guys hear it on Wednesday, driving to work, getting your cup of coffee, getting whatever you need for the morning to get started. Um, whether you're listening to this at work, you have the free time, you guys are just sitting at home, scrolling through eBay, we appreciate we appreciate you guys tuning oh, yeah. in and listening. We always appreciate it. So big thank you and shout out to you guys. Big news today for episode 30. Yeah. Action-packed episode. Action-packed episode. So big episode, guys. Don't miss anything. Don't skip any parts. You guys want to hear everything in this episode. Lots and lots and lots of good stuff. You guys already know what to do. All platforms. Yep. Spotify, we Google need your Podcasts, reviews, guys. Apple Podcasts. We need, we need reviews. your reviews. And more importantly, we need your shares. Share on your social media. I still get questions all the time. Who's a good person to follow for information? Who's What would be a good place to go check this out? I see it in the comments. If you're not tagging us. You're wrong. <laughs> so tag us as much as you can. Tag us. Share us as much as you can. Um, it helps us out. It helps out Big the newbies. Help. It gets the new guys in the right place right off the get so they don't have to get scammed. Or, or turn into scammers. Right. Turn into scammers themselves or say, hey, you guys, I spent thousands of dollars on cards and now I see it differently because of you guys. We don't want you to get to that point. We want to, from the get, figure it out. Yep. Yeah. It's worth it. Next segment, it's highest Pokemon it. sale of the week, I think. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Big money coming in. Big money today. Big, big money. This one's, man, I'm actually jealous of this one. Hold on. I like it. I think it's cool. So, highest sale, highest Pokemon sale of the week. We look for the highest, basically PSA sale, because PSA is our preferred uh, grading company of the week. Um, and it gets up to there, you know, from the tens of thousands to the hundreds of thousands. But today is different. This is a, we got a new champ. He has not been featured before. PSA 10, Pokemon base set, first edition, Shadowless, which is a given. Venusaur, $60,000 and they made him pay 50 bucks for shipping. <laughs> wow. <laughs> not even free shipping. 60K. That was not an offer accepted. That was 60K. Um, that is that used to be Charizard's old baseline. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. That's that's really interesting to see, especially for like Venusaur, you know, the, being mm-hmm. the the lowest contender in terms of starter Pokemon. He's one of the most unique Pokemon around. They don't make monsters like him anymore. So that's yeah, I think, why I, I think like I him. saw a TikTok of someone um, just completely crapping on Venusaur. Like, if you like Venusaur, blah Dude, you blah, need- blah, you probably you're probably like. You know, no, dog no, water no, at Pokemon. No. Yeah, you know like, what, dude? I don't think you understand that a Venusaur, black sludge, a black yeah. sludge Venusaur in the video game is dangerous because he can Giga Drain you and recover. He can Leech Seed you recover. He can black sludge himself and recover, and then he still has other moves in his move set that can just totally wax a Charizard. I used to do it He's all the time. Utility. He's yeah. just like straight utility. Yep. Put him to sleep. Sap their life. While you regain yours from taking one fire blast. So anybody who says Venusaur is, is Dude, dog he, water. You got to be good to use Venusaur. <laughs> yeah, you got to understand how to use it. You got to understand strategy, mechanics. Yeah. You know, He's teamwork. not a powerhouse. You're not going to yeah. razor leaf someone to death. Yeah. But you can slowly chip away at their health while you regain your own. And there's nothing your opponent can do about it. 
Yeah, a little <laughs> a little off tangent there, but hey, I think it's tight scene. Yeah, Venusaur, oh, and I, dude. And I saw that TikTok and I was like, what? I still need, I have yet I have yet to get a Venusaur um, base set card. I need to get one. I'm, I'm jealous of that uh, CD promo you have. That's my only claim to fame on Venusaur. Right, and I, we should be getting them back in about so, two months. Guys, that's a uh, one thing to talk about here. This Venusaur being sixty thousand um, dollars, the CD promos aren't that expensive. You got to do your shopping around. There's they've gone up some quite a bit. I paid twenty dollars for mine. Yeah, there's some beat up ones out there, but they've gone up to like the hundreds. I think they're in the hundreds of dollars for like a raw. I think. Holy cow! Yeah, for I haven't checked Venusaur, but that was for like Charizard and Blastoise that I was looking mm, at. No, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, go check out twenty dollars CD promos. Whether you get the Japanese one or you get the American one, yeah, either or. Go check those out before those prices go like way up because obviously Venusaur is going to see a hike. Yeah, pretty soon. And uh, that's it. If you have if you have base at Venusaur's, check your prices. That's what that's what this is for. Check your prices. Um, this is a good sign for our boy Venusaur is my favorite starter, by the way. Yeah, I, I love Charizard. I love Blastoise, but Venusaur because he's different, because he's unique, because he's the underdog. I used to love picking him just made you different yeah i think as a kid i, I, I ran, wish there was a green version as, as a kid i ran it i ran a squirtle but honestly yeah. bulbasaur like when i got older i was always just more picking unique. the grass i was always yeah. picking the grass one for some reason he's just more makes, unique i feel like it makes the game harder it's like more challenging. yeah you have to learn how to use your pokemon yeah. you can't just hydro pump through the whole game yeah or fire blast because it's like by the time you're like you have to wait till like 16 18 before you learn like vine whip and you're mm-hmm. like geez i'm tackling everybody this is terrible tackle leech seed that's yep. all you had really Anyways, very interesting week for Pokemon. Um, it feels like it's been a minute since we did a podcast, but I think it's because we did it last Monday. That's why it feels like it's been forever. Was it last Monday? I don't what? know. It feels like I haven't talked to you guys in a long yeah, time. Yeah, I know it does. It does feel like we, we haven't done the podcast in a week span, but I know I'm we have. I'm not sure. But let's break the ice, guys. Let's get into the underrated, overrated segment. This week's contestant is Devin. Let's go. We're going to see if he can pull off the impossible we got quite a list to get through we're gonna take you guys down it's impossible <laughs> let's go welcome to the underrated overrated segment where Devin will be trying to answer your guys's one-liners and topics on tcgs and various other things get our opinion on what we think remember you can always submit in our discord you gotta join uh, shout out to patrick stoddard he hit me up on facebook was like hey bro i'm trying to get in I don't know how. Send him in. Hey, He's in go. now. He's there in. We go. And Patrick Stoddard is like, hey, welcome, Patrick. Welcome. He's a returning customer on my eBay channel. So I just want to say I remember your name. I know who you are. Thanks for showing up. And let's get it. We're going to get two minutes on the clock for Devin. Here we go. Wow. Guys, join the fun. Let's get it started. Let me get my timer ready. Are you ready? Yep, ready. Let's okay. go. Here we go. And three, two, one, go. Devin. Overrated. I'm just a regular dude. Pineapple on pizza. Underrated. I think everybody hates it, but I don't really don't have a problem with it. Baby shinies and shiny full arts. Uh, underrated. Baby shinies are underrated. Shiny full arts are underrated as well. I think too many people are looking for the chase card and they 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 under undervalue all the rest. Stock Next. X. Uh, fairly rated. I think Stock X is just like PSA. Pa- the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, overrated. I don't like that. It's a TV series. Pokemon toys. Fairly rated. I mean, if you're a kid, I hope you enjoy the Pokemon toys. And if you're an adult and you like collecting them, hey, good for you. Pokemon plush. Pokemon Ooh. plushes are cool. I think they're, they're, um, 
overrated. I think a lot of people are buying like you know the shiny ones and the special ones and selling them for way. Makes too much. you look like a bigger collector than you are. Yeah. Ranks in gaming. Uh, underrated. I think I think ranks in gaming are, are needed, necessary. Card designs on the back of cards. Underrated. Actually, overrated because why would you want to design on the back of a card if you have the Pokemon logo already mm. to design? Wobbuffet. Underrated. That guy is a massive special wall tank beast. And he's just a troll Pokemon in general. Phantom Rage. Phantom Rage. Underrated. Uh, it, I think it's really meta. A lot of people like the cards from there, and that's one of the sets that I sold the most of in terms of playable cards. Mustard Fool Art. Underrated. Uh, one of our listeners, John Landry. Your boy, John Landry. What's up, John oh. Landry? He got mustard out of our box break, so underrated. Dasani or Essentia? This is water. Uh, Dasani or Essentia? Essentia. Okay, Shining Fates. Shining Fates. Overrated. I think so many people are trying to buy it up in, in bulk, and they're trying to look for the chase cards and realize that those baby shinies and shiny full arts are the hitters. Hidden Fates is a play, by the way. Yep. Pokemon Mystery Boxes. Overrated. All right, and that is it for the two minutes. <laughs> there we go. We got through a good chunk. I tried. We're coming for you guys. Hold on, let me delete these so we have them for next week. We always want to remember where we're at. Wait, that was a good chunk. That was a good chunk. Oh, good, no. Okay, well, oh, maybe no. not. All right, you guys keep it coming. We're going to... We'll, we'll handle it. We'll take care of business. We're like PSA but right now. We're a little backed up. Yeah, yeah, But we're yeah. going to keep taking submissions anyways. <laughs> All right? Keep uh, them coming. Keep them coming. Remember, guys, join the Discord. Uh, Podcast at gmail.com if you can't get in. Or just click the links in my Instagram TikTok bio. That's the easiest way to do it. It's also in our live streams every Thursday. If you look at, if you go to the replay, it's in the description on YouTube. Click it. It's free. We also did our first purge, but we'll get into that later. All right. Let's get on to the next segment. We got a little Detective Pikachu going on today. Let's go. Harry's out there too. Case closed. But still open. All right. Until I solve it. Okay. Okay. A little bit of Detective Pikachu. Not really. It's not really an investigation, right? Like I think, I think most of you guys in the Discord already know what's going on. If you're not a Discord member, you probably have no idea what's going on. But I think this is useful, and I think it's good. And I don't want this to come off toxic, right? Because we're we're a good community. We're the good guys. But it's very important to talk about the bad stuff so that newer people and people we're trying to help don't get fooled. The reason I say that is because this person that we're going to be talking about today almost got me. So now there's other people that are having to deal with this person and it's getting ugly. Things are getting ugly. I've already let you guys know in the discord, like, Hey, be on the lookout. This might be going on. We don't need to get ugly, but just know that this person is retaliating for being called out. So today's detective Pikachu. We talk about five, one, three collectibles. That's the name of a seller. I believe on Mercari and eBay. A little backstory. Um, maybe a month or two ago, I was looking to buy a huge lot, a massive lot of Digimon Alpha Evolve cards. These are some of the rarest cards in the Digimon TCG because they're Asia specific. They're English cards that were only made in Asia. So people in China, Asia, they're the only people that have them. You got to get these things imported to have them. They're almost like, they're very similar to the Cardass, like the, the Pokemon Cardass. You only find them in Japan. If they're in the U.S., it's because someone bought them from Japan, right? Right. It's kind of like that, but these are English, and the artwork is superior. The artwork is like modern-day artwork, but these things came out like in the late 2000s. So they're old. They're really hard to find, very sought after. Um, it's it's normal to pay a couple hundred dollars for one of, one of these cards. 
I was going to buy a big lot because I just like the artwork. They weren't the rarest cards, but it was a big lot from this 513 collectibles. Um, and what had happened initially was that we agreed on a deal, a cash deal. I said, hey, this is what I'm willing to do shipped. And the person said, uh, 513 collectibles said, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I said, all right, cool. Um, and then he said, well, how about you send me the money on friends and family transactions for PayPal? If you guys don't know what that means, that means when you go on PayPal and you do a friends and family transaction, they don't have to pay fees or any you know, any sort of processing fees or anything. And it also keeps liability off their back. Let's say I get ripped off and he sends me fake cards. He is not liable for that because remember, we're just friends sending each other money, helping each other out. It's not a business transaction. So PayPal can't protect me. Me being good for the money. If you hear my son screaming, I'm sorry. My wife's not doing anything to stop him. Um, if you hear... What was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Um, basically, if he had sold me fake cards, I would have been screwed. There's nothing I could do about it. Um, but me being good for the money, I told him, hey, no worries. You seem like a reputable seller. You have some rare Digimon cards. I know exactly what you're selling. Like I know, I know that these Alpha Evolve cards are hard to get. So I know what I'm getting myself into. You know, I'm not worried about it. Let's do it. So we agree on a price, friends and family. Then 10 minutes later, he comes back and he says, Hey, um, actually, can we bump the price up a little bit? Cause I got to cover fees and shipping. And I was like, well, no, we agreed that we agreed that my price was this price shipped. Let's just give an example, $200 shipped, right? 200 bucks shipped. And he said, okay, but now he's like, no, I need to add shipping and I have fees to pay. Well, it's like, well, that's why we agreed to do friends and family so that you don't have fees. And he insisted that he had fees to pay and that he couldn't pay the price I asked. So I just stopped messaging him. It was done because he was going to, I don't know what was going on, right. but I he changed, I changed here. right off I was, the bat. I was here. Um, and I was like, this is not good. This is not good at all. Keep in mind, this guy's trying to sell high-end Digimon cards. That's his, that's his thing. Um, if whatever you consider high-end. Um, fake is not high-end, by the way. Anyways... Thought I was done with this guy. Um, then I see that he is closely related in some shape or form to the Digi Emperor. The guy who is a very toxic Digimon entity, right? He wants to be he wants to be the mascot for Digimon, but he's like not a friendly guy at all. So I don't think he'll be widely accepted amongst people that, you know, don't have egos. Um, I saw the third buddies, and that there's a small circle of these guys that are all connected. Um Fast forward a couple more weeks, we have a guest on the YouTube channel who comes in and asks a question. And he's like, hey, what do you think about someone who's going on eBay, privately contacting sellers while there's a live auction going on and telling them to take the auction down so that they can buy a card privately? And I said, that's not right because people that are participating in the auction should have a fair shot at getting a card. Um, and if you're going straight to the, the seller while the auction is live, that's pretty crummy. Because what he's doing is he's trying to get a card for extremely low prices so that he can sell it higher to a higher-end collector such as someone like Digi Emperor, right? Really, really, really crummy because it's, it's taken away from people like us who don't have a shot. Uh, never, you never really have a shot when things like that are going underneath the table. Um, that's also where shill bidding and things come in, right? Hey, I'm going to mark this thing up so that no one gets it. And I'm going to manipulate the price so that people think this thing's rarer rarer or more valuable than what they think it is so now 
this person is popping up in my YouTube channel, right? So, okay, what do you think about this person? I find out that person is 513 Collectibles. Then yesterday, I get another message and it's saying, hey, watch out. This person is selling fake cards. Okay, I look into it. What do you know? It's 513 Collectibles selling fake Alpha Evolve cards, part of which that lot I was going to buy two months ago. Because I didn't buy it, he had now put it into a new lot and he was trying to sell it as a giant lot with other Digimon cards. He's trying to hide it in there. Um, so this person called him out and said, hey, this is not right. Keep in mind, the person who gave me the uh, the info was like, hey, watch out. This person's a very knowledgeable knowledgeable Digimon guy. Like He knows his stuff. He's got a website dedicated to every Digimon card ever made. I'm telling you, people that possess that kind of knowledge know their stuff. So I was like, hey, you know, so what do I need to watch out for? So he tells me all this stuff, and I'm like, wow, this is 513 Collectibles. It's like the third, fourth time I ran into this guy, and every time it's bad news with him. Um, so the good guy makes a post. He's like, hey, 513 Collectibles, take down your post, please, or at least edit it to say that you're selling proxy or fake cards. And 513 Collectibles didn't like that. He thought He thought that this guy was trying to tear him down. So he throws a fit and retaliates, and that's where we're at right now. And that's what I told you guys in the Discord be ready for this guy because I've taken my stance. I've already I've already posted on my Instagram, hey, watch out for this guy. I do not recommend doing business with him. Um, and I know other people are doing the same. Now, that doesn't mean we need to go and cancel the guy. But I'm putting everyone on, on notice now because if, if things get ugly, you, you already know what's going to happen. So be ready for that. And also just don't, I would not do business with this guy. I, there are plenty of other Digimon guys that I could refer you to. Um, and it is hard to find Digimon cards, by the way. Like it, the the vintage stuff is very hard to find, and that's why this guy is in the position he's in. He's a scumbag who has made it into a very hard hobby to get into, and that's that whole gatekeeping mentality. I was talk, telling you guys about how there's a group of Digimon guys that are very toxic. They're basically selling amongst each other, and they're ripping off everyone else, giving people crappy cards, fake cards, bad business transactions bad attitudes it's they're all together and i'm starting to put this all together i don't know who exactly is involved with going on with this but i know there's about three or four guys that are indulging in this type of behavior and they know what's going on um and then the guys i'm working with are like hey we don't want to be like cancel culture but people need to know because i don't know anything about alpha evolve there's only a few things i know about the like what a fake or a, a real card looks like um so he could have fooled me you know what i mean Mm. And there there would have been no way for me to know. Uh, so that's why it's very important, especially with a card that was only made in Asia. There's not a lot of people that have the the knowledge on these cards. So if you're trying to buy something that you've never heard of, you know, be very careful. And I would just suggest there's other sellers out there. It, it's going to get more on this. This is this is going to be Wednesday morning. You never know how much what's going to happen on Tuesday night while we're recording this. I'm sure this thing's already happening. So, that's all I want to say on that. Devin's just not saying anything. Yeah, so. I don't. I I have. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I have. I have. I have no clue about any of uh, any of it. So um, I like. I, we always say we don't. We don't talk about things we don't know. So I don't know um, anything about this this situation, this scenario. But it sounds like a good idea to stay away from um, doing business with this person. If that is here's what's my, going on, you know here's I mean? my thing, and this is what I said. Um, this is what I said on my Instagram for those of you that aren't on Instagram you're just listening on the podcast this is what I said I said 
for someone who has proxy cards or fake cards and they're selling them, even if they're telling the truth, like these are fake cards, by the way, you know what I mean? Because I think he did change his listing, which people were like, okay, thanks for saying that they're fake in your listing. But now he's not going to sell them and he's going to get mad. He, I lost business because of you. No one's buying my stuff because you said this stuff is fake, which they are. You got to be honest, right? But um, my point is you have a lot of explaining to do if you have proxy cards in your house. Where'd you get them from? Who'd you get them from? Why did you get them? You know what I mean? And that leads you down the rabbit hole to this circle of three or four guys that are circulating these fake cards, right? Um, you had to have gotten them for some reason. You either got scammed or you knew it because you knew that you were going to position yourself and be in this position to sell to uneducated buyers. And that's what I call guilty by association. So even if he didn't buy these cards with the intent of doing it, he has them, which means he's connected to another scummy guy, which means he's probably connected to another scummy guy. There's probably a good handful of them that know exactly what's going on, and they were hoping they weren't going to get caught. Um, and then I, you know, I mentioned on my Instagram too, that's why I don't do follow for follow. If you spam me and say, I love your content, follow for follow, I'm not going to follow you because I don't know if you're a scumbag. And the last thing I want to do is have someone look at my friends list and they're like, why is he following this guy? Why is he following this guy? This guy's a jerk. This guy's a scammer. He's a scammer. Why are you following them? Like, well, I just follow for follow. Be very careful who you follow and who you do business with um, because it, it's going to, it rubs off, especially if you're trying to be a pokey talker or you're trying to be some YouTube entity. Do not associate with yourself with people you don't know fully because that can get really bad really fast. And I think that's what's going to happen. So, Yeah. We'd like to hear you guys' input um, in our Discord, or we'll talk about more on Thursday on the live show. Whatever you guys want to do, but it's important that you guys know that this guy's out here, um, and I'm trying to figure out who else is connected to him so that we don't buy from those people. That's really the big thing. It's not about blasting them. It's about not buying from them. We will not give them business, right? That's, that's feedback in itself. Just don't buy from them. And that's all we have on that. There's really no way to end that on a positive note. Anyways. Digi-Destined. Let's get into the next segment here. Digi-Destined. Let's go. Big news. All right. Episode 30. Oh, there we go. There's the real sample. There we go. That's the real one. Episode 30. Big news for Digimon. You guys have been spamming me for I don't know how long. What has it been? Two months? Mm-hmm. Digimon box break, Digimon box break, Digimon box break. Well, today I'm here to announce that in May, in May, remember it's only April, it's barely mid-April, in May we will be doing a Digimon Series 1 Digibattle box opening. We're going to do a box break on YouTube. Ready. Series 1, that's going to have all the classic cards, right? So you got um, uh, Mega Seedramon... You got uh, Piedmon. I don't think Puppetmon's in there. I don't think Machine Dramon's in there. I think those are Series 2. I get them mixed up. Um, but a lot of the classic cards, Series 1. Um, I haven't seen these cards since I was a kid. I mean, I've seen them on the internet, you know, but right. I don't. I haven't bought any. I haven't bought any Series 1. Um, I think I have a couple, like maybe like Gabumon. But I think those are starter deck ones. Yeah, these are starter deck cards. So those aren't even Series 1 Digibattle cards. Um I got to look at the set. Uh, we'll go over that, though, on YouTube Live. 
But episode 30, that's the big news. Uh, May is also my birthday month, so it's going to be really fun to open Digimon, which is probably my favorite thing right now. Um, we're going to do a Eurobox. Okay, so it won't be a U.S., uh, an American-sealed 36-pack box. It's going to be a Eurobox, which basically means there's 24 packs, and they're long crimp packs. That's it. That's all it means. Every card is still American. Every card is still real. You have nothing to worry about with these uh, cards. But there's only 24 packs. We won't have 36. Um, these are going to be $23 shipped. And you guys will have the option to buy two if you'd like. I'll let you guys do it. You don't have to limit one. You have the option to buy two. 23 bucks shipped per pack. This will be happening around the end of May, so save your pennies. This is not the April box break. This is the May box break. We have different news for you guys at the end of April. Super excited for that. I got to see here. You know what? Let me... I'm going to open this. I'm not going to open it, but I want to I want to look at the um, the card list so I can at least give you guys an idea of what you're looking at. Here we go. Because um, I'm really excited for this. These are really cool. And it's going to be cool. I know you guys have been just drilling me on this. So there's a Metal Greymon in here. Uh, you have Devimon. You got Leomon. Ogremon. Like a lot of the classics, right? Andromon. You got uh, Magnadramon. Angel Woman, um, you got Myotismon, oh, Piedmon is in there, you got Boltmon, which is also a, a gold text, um, you got Skull Mammothmon, another mega hit in here, let's see, there's all kinds, holy cow, Kawagamon, he was like the original bad guy, uh, Gatomon, I believe, comes in a gold text, uh, oh, yep, Mega Seedramon comes in a hollow, or Metal Seedramon, not Mega. And let's see, I think Myotismon comes in a gold text. Boltmon comes in a gold text. Piedmon comes in a hollow. Uh, that's pretty much it. And then there's all the classics. For, if you watch series, not series, but if you watch episode season one of Digimon, you'll know all these guys. There's Metal Edamon who comes in a hollow, which is probably one of my favorite cards in the set. Series one, really, that's going to... I just dropped the box. Mm, great. No, it fell flat. We're good. Um... This is going to be really fun. So I ended up getting another box specifically for you guys. It's not my box. So that should be here really soon, and then we'll we'll get into it. Uh, let me know your feedback when you hear this on the Discord. Big things. Episode 30, big things. Yeah, big news, big things. That's going to be fun. That's a, This is a more expensive box break, but you guys have been, you guys asked, you're going to get it. You know what I mean? I'm tired of you guys bugging me. So we just had to do it. Um, let's see, but that box should be here probably within the next few days. The guy that I buy from, he ships pretty fast, but he's super far away. Uh, that's it for the box break news. Hopefully you guys are excited. We also need to talk about series five digi battle. So this is like the educational portion of the digi destined segment, which we'll get in today. We won't take too much time on this because uh, I think you guys got it pretty much figured out, but series five is one of the most, it might be the most popular set right now like so obviously series three series three is really good because it has the original you know war Greymon in there but the reason why series five is such a big deal is because it has the black war Greymon in it which is mm. which is probably Sick. he's probably the grail um if you're talking like the most sought after card in digimon it's probably him ahead of war Greymon. the issue is he only comes in a hollow doesn't come in a gold text so 
The chances of us ever seeing a PSA 10 or BGS 10 Black War Greymon is probably never. Hmm. Um, it's just not going to happen. I still have yet to buy a Black War Greymon. I missed out on an opportunity to get one a while back for like 1500 bucks. Should have got one. Um, but uh, that is the rarest card in there. And this is also the blister pack. So a little bit, remember, there's no boosters, uh, booster boxes for these. It's just blisters. They come in green and red. Series 5 comes in green and red. And the cool thing about it is Digimon did this a lot, but they separated the colors by specific pools. So red packs only had certain cards. Green packs only had certain cards. So you had to buy both colors to get everything. Um, I believe in the red packs, that's what that's where you got your Black War Graumon from, the one that I have. Holographic Black War Graumon, which is also a very rare card. There's not one on eBay right now if you try to look. Um, then Black War Graumon was found in the green packs. As from my understanding, that's how it works. Um, there's also Diabormon Gold Text in there. Omnimon Hollow is in there, which is another chase. Omnimon Hollow is really big. Um, Imperial Dramon, uh, he comes in a hollow and a gold text. And uh, then there's also the four guardians of the Digiworld, which is, um, I have one of them, I believe. I have a Behilmon. He's like a Bihumon, Behumon. I don't know how to say his name, but he's like a saber tooth looking thing. A white, white tiger looking thing. Um, he comes in a gold text and hollow as well. But uh, in the set, there are six gold text, only six, and there's 44 secret hollows. Uh, so basically the six gold texts also have hollows and then the other 38 are just it's every digimon in the set but in a hollow variant so uh i think that's all i want to talk about for series five very hard to find um oh yeah my blister pack the green one that i bought i bought it for 90 bucks just a few months ago was it around christmas around christmas new year's i think i bought it around new year's I bought it for 90 bucks. It now the only one listed on eBay is going for 450. It's almost 5x since uh the last time I wanted to get one. Yeah, I was looking at I was looking at some of them on here right now. Yeah. They're insane. There's a completed series of 1 through 4 collection with part of series 5 for $6,450. Yeah, and he sent me an offer for 6,000 today. <laughs> but um the Omnimon, the Omnimon in this set sells for uh, the last sale was eleven hundred bucks for a minty one. Four fifty for a pack of series five. Black War Greymon sold for fifteen hundred bucks around January. Insane. I have two. I have an Imperial Dramon I bought for over hundred bucks. I have a Behumon that was bought for like ninety bucks, and then the Diabormons I have two which I bought for about sixty a piece, maybe fifty a piece gets crazy but mine are those 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 ones aren't uh mint either i need to get some in mint condition the only one that i have in mint condition is the black war Gramon, which is probably probably the second rarest card to find in the set it may not be the most valuable but it is the rare one of the rarest cards i've only seen three on ebay and i have one of them and then the the other two that sold on ebay were like last november so very few and far between on those cards i've gotten lots of offers on instagram too it's like i'm not i'm not moving that guy <clears throat> but Digimon Series 5, probably the most popular because that's the one that's been shown off the most, especially with the Black War Greymon. So if you want to get a Black War Greymon, you want Series 5. You can go for non-hollows too. I have two non-hollow Black War Greymons, but if you want 
grail status, you got to get the hollows. Um, they just, they're hard to find. Like you might, I've noticed like one pops up every six months. That's like, it could be the same one floating around too. It's just changing homes. Yeah. You don't really know. You yeah. Know I mean? I'm looking for, I'm looking for one right now and I'm not really seeing much. So have fun. Happy hunting on those cards. Hold on. I just dropped something. Okay. I'm dropping a lot of stuff today and that's it for Digi Destined. If you guys have any questions, hit us up. On the Discord. On the Discord, on YouTube, anywhere you want, anytime. All right, let's get into this week's Heart of the Cards. Heart of the Cards. All right, let's get into Heart of the Cards, guys. This week, we're going to be talking about... We're going to be talking about... uh, a set that you guys have been raving about all over Ooh. the Discord. And you guys have been wanting to know tons and tons about it. I also dropped some intel on this set. I have like an analysis. Someone someone did an analysis on this set. So hopefully it opened your eyes a little bit. Yeah, so I'm, I'm basically just going to tell you my first impressions off of just seeing the card list, um, reading about the set a little bit, um, and also, you know, I comparing it to like other of the same other cards of the same rarity that are out there, I guess you could say. Um, but like I said, I have never opened up this set. Set's not even out yet. Um, so don't take, take what I'm saying lightly and go open it up for yourself and then figure it out uh, whether you like it or not. But Ghost of the Past, this is the set that you guys have been raving about. It releases on April 16th, 2021. Contains 132 cards, which I think is pretty interesting how they did this. They did five ghost rares and 127 ultra rares. So there's no, there's no super rares. There's no rares there's no common it's just 127 ultra rares and five ghost rares in a, in a box you can expect to see three packs of five cards each so you're looking at about 15 cards um, it's kind of odd the only thing that's similar to that t- that style box I think is like maximum gold which came with like four packs in it and uh, like seven cards I believe um, first impressions the set looks pretty solid I don't know how I feel about every card being an ultra rare um, just because it doesn't do much for, I guess, the, the um, what's it called? I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to say it, but, like, you can't, there's no, there's no different differentiation of, like, rarities other than ghost rare and ultra rare. So if mm. everything is ultra rare, right, um, right, right. you can't really, it's going to be hard to distinguish which one's a hitter and you guys are going to have to uh, go and compare and comp all these cards because some... This set looks like it has the ghost rares, which are going to be what the collector's looking for. But it also looks like there's a lot of cards that are supporting other decks that are out and a lot of um, new decks that are coming out that could be meta and a lot of people are playing with. Well, um, check this out. Oh, go ahead. I'll let you finish, but I'll, I'll share the so analysis. So this set looks very solid. Um, looking through the card list, I saw lots of Dragon Unity and, and Heretic cards. Um, I like both of those cards. I like both of those card types a lot. I think Dragon Unity is really cool. And the Heretic cards is another uh, type of card I'm getting into as well. Uh, on the Duel Links app. Uh, the set has support for recent sets like um, Phantom Rage and Blazing Vortex, which just came out. Uh, it has the Arm Dragon level 10, which is one of the hit cards, I would say, in there that comes in ultra rare. Um, I just like I like Arm Dragon. I think it's a cool card. Um, that's kind of like where I stopped playing Yu-Gi-Oh, though. It's like when those level cards came out, I kind of stopped playing right there, so that was like the last cards I remember. Um... Another hit card out of there is a Black Luster Soldier, Soldier of Chaos. I believe it's a, um, a Link card. and So it's like the blue card with arrows on it. Super cool card. I think it comes in the Ghost Rare. or yeah. I think it comes in the Ghost Rare, right? Yeah. 
Um, and then also Dark Magician. That's already that's already a given. The mm-hmm. Dark Magician Ghost Rider, that's solid. And then the Blue Eyes Alternate Dragon. Blue Eyes always does well. He's the the, the icon for Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, besides Dark Magician and a few of the I'm other I'm not a fan of the artwork, hits. by the way. Yeah, I don't, really like, I don't like Alternative Dragon that much at all. When people play their decks, when people play Blue Eyes decks, if they don't got original SDK Blue Eyes, I'm like, you suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> but, um... Some of the other interesting cards I saw in there were, uh, I don't really know how to pronounce their names, but if you guys go and look at the cards that you guys don't know which ones I'm talking about, they're throwback cards. They're like super throwback cards. Um, but it's something. The Pink Bird? Yeah, the Pink Bird's Seiyaru? Seiyaru or something like that? Seiyaru or something? I don't know. I'm probably butchering it. I'm sorry, guys. And Hayozenru. And he's like a, he's like a, they're both like dragon looking cards are really old throwback cards um and i, I thought they were cool because i remember from my childhood so i was like you know what for me that's a hit i would definitely want to get that card if i ever well when i do pick up some ghosts of the past because i do recommend picking up ghosts of the past it looks like a pretty banger of a set if you're into Yu-Gi-Oh um playing the game it looks like it has a lot of good, good supports for um the more recent decks that were made from phantom rage and blazing vortex it's also six. I like I like that the the boxes come with three packs and five cards. I know it seems like like a little like awkward, but when I was opening at Maximum Gold, it makes it like a really special, unique experience when you just get four packs in this like cool box. I don't know, kind of does something for you. It's it, for as as a ripper of sealed stuff that does something for you when you get to open up a box that just has like a couple packs and they're dedicated to it. I don't know. To right. me, it's cool. But uh, that's about it for my... It has a premium little, feel to it. Yeah, it has a premium feel, exactly. So uh, that's my little review of Ghosts of the Past. I think it's going to be a great set. Do I think you guys should hoard it? No. I think maybe you guys should snipe out the cards that you do like. Get yeah. those ones. Um, and I think if you guys are really into Yu-Gi-Oh!, I think, hey, go out there and buy as many boxes as you can get your hands on and open them up. Because if you're a big fan of Yu-Gi-Oh!, this set's going to be really rewarding to pull whatever you get. Because you're going to have tons of Ultra Rares and you have the chance of getting Ghost Rares. And it seems like all the Ghost Rares are massive, massive hits, so... You really can't go wrong. I can see why you guys were so hyped about this set. Interesting. So I'm going to go a different way. And this is only because I pulled from an analysis. This is called Kaiba Yu-Gi-Oh! It's a page on Instagram. It's got 24,000 followers. But he does analysis on sets and decks. Things like that. He said, is it worth buying Ghost from the Past? And he goes in in depth here. Uh, so we're just going to go through real quick. I already shared the link on... Um, on the Discord, but and I don't want to push anyone away. I want a box. I need this is like sealed collection material for me because I like the way the box looks. That's one thing. So don't think I'm turning you away from not buying it. But if you're going to hunt ghost rares, you're better off going singles, and let me tell you why. <clears throat> so breakdown: each ghost from the packs box contains three packs of five cards. We already covered that. The set contains 132 cards, 45 new cards. 87 reprinted, and that's important. I'll tell you here in a second. <clears throat> With the five ghost rares. All right. Proportion of ghost rares. You're going to have a 3% chance of pulling a ghost rare. <laughs> 3% chance. The proportion of, of, of getting a new card, right? So new cards that are actually going to help expand the expansion of the game, 34%. That means you're going to end up with cards you've probably already pulled. If you, if you open Yu-Gi-Oh! Next thing. They gave it a rating here. Price performance ratio gave it two stars. Meta relevance, two stars. Reprint, one star. Special cards, they gave it four stars. So, obviously, if you pull the special cards Devin's talking about, you did well. 
but even in that aspect, they're giving it an 80% rating. The top 10 best cards without getting a Ghost Rare. So these are, um, there's Evenly Matched Trap Card, Red Supernova Dragon, don't know who that is, uh, Hieractic Seal of the Heavenly Spheres, a Link Card, Time Thief Redoer, Phantom Knight's Fog Blade, Dragonuity Remus, uh, Sunvine Maiden, Hieractic Heavenly Dragon Overlord of Heliopolis, holy crap, that's a name, Time Thief Adjuster, and Galaxy Eyes Cypher X Dragon. Now here's the advantages. Cool Ghost Rares. Ghost Rares will be extremely expensive. Uh, evenly matched reprints. Support cards for decks like Shadow and Time Thief. Disadvantage. This is just the stats. Bad price performance ratio. You're paying... This is uh, in a different currency, but you're paying so much per card. Only one good reprint. New cards won't have an influence on the meta. That's important. So 40% of the pools you get if you're playing competitively, are not going to entice you. 40%. So that why, that's why we call this a collector set. Collector set. Ghost Rares have a very, pool, a very low pool rate. 3%. You're probably going to lose money. So, and they gave it an overall 2-star rating. They said just hunt the cards you want if that's the case. Now I will tell you, if the opportunity presents itself, and I can get one or two boxes, I'll keep one sealed, I'll rip one. That's just that's just who we are. But these guys that were buying cases, you're, they're paying a couple hundred bucks, and they may only they may only pull one ghost rare. That is where you lose. So it's just looking at it from the facts. And then if you're playing competitively, forty percent chance you're going to get cards you don't need, which is almost half. So that's why it could frustrate. It could really frustrate a a competitive player. They're like, I keep getting these cards that don't mean anything to me. I need the reprints. I need the reprints. I need the reprints. So, big things, Ghost Rares, pull rates are low. The new cards do nothing for the meta. The reprints, you can find them in other sets, which might mean that you can get them for cheaper in a different set. Um, and then there's no expansion of the meta. So, those are like, that's why they're saying it's not that hot. It's really just a collector's box. It really reminds me of Evolutions in terms of who's buying it, right? Competitive players were not buying XY Evolutions. Competitive play, or collectors were buying XY Evolution. So most of us are collectors here. That's why you're going to want the Ultra Rares that Devin named or the Ghost Rares. But you could probably accomplish that by buying it individually and saving a lot of money. As far as Seal Collection goes, I would, I would get one. I got a, I got a, I got a weird take on that. Just, just because buying, buying raw Yu-Gi-Oh cards is a whole lot different than buying raw Pokemon cards. In the fact that it's you may only see three blue eyes alternate dragon ghost rares out there priced at fifteen hundred dollars raw. I don't think they'd be that high. They're gonna be high. Look at the Japanese ones. Yeah, raw, raw. You can buy them for a couple hundred. Yeah, the Japanese. Those Japanese. Now they're coming. Now they're coming to America in American ghost rares. I'm saying they're gonna they're gonna be pretty high. Dark Magician I know is gonna be really high. Alternative Dragon he's kind of a. I wouldn't be surprised if one card is the price of a case. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's probably gonna be it. I think that's probably what's gonna be. Yeah. Price, and price I would do case. that. To be honest, I would do that. But you got to do a lot of inspecting. You can't just go buy one. You have to like get every freaking picture you can. 
because Yu-Gi-Oh. What Devin's saying is buying raw Yu-Gi-Oh cards well, is way is harder. If you're, if you're gonna if you're gonna wait for a raw Ghost Rare to get out there, by the time a raw Ghost Rare gets out there and it's a price range that you can handle or that you want, the boxes at that time maybe out of your your price range. You're like, wow, I could have bought these boxes at twenty bucks, but since I waited six months for a Ghost Rare to get on the market and now it's eight hundred and fifty dollars and I can't afford eight hundred fifty dollars, so I had no idea what the asking price was in the first place. You know, then then you're like, oh, man, now I can't afford $50 a box because now people are selling these things. So they know they're hotcakes. Yeah, I mean, maybe. But that's what I'm saying. If if the opportunity presents itself, I would buy a box. If not, I would just snipe a single and I would be I would starting April like 14th. I would start looking for Dark Magicians. That's my my favorite card. And people are going to have them up there. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if you see them for five, six hundo. And I think that's fine. It's fine. As long as you know you're getting a PSA 9 or better when you grade this guy. If you don't know what you're doing with Yu-Gi-Oh, you shouldn't do that because these cards get damaged so easily. Literally, you could put it in a sleeve and it'll nick a corner. Like, that's that's the thing about Yu-Gi-Oh because they got the sharp corners, the real sharp edges. That's that's the bad part about it. Um, and these are going to be expensive cards, but I, I think it's one of the ones you could get scalped on and it'd be okay. Like, if you're going to pay 800 bucks for a card... You do it on a Blue Eyes Alternate Dragon Ghost Rare and not on a Shining Phase Charizard. You know what I mean? Right. That's what. I, that's where I see it. And again, I want a box. I hope I hope my mom ends up getting a case because I want one and I want to put it on my shelf, but I probably wouldn't open it uh, in terms... Because it's a collector set. So a collector set, you know, that's what, one of those items you could keep sealed and it's going to do just fine. Um. If they were cheaper, and if I hadn't read that analysis on the pool rates and like what's inside of it, I might have opened it. But if I can get two, we'll rip one for you guys. Maybe we'll get lucky. Um, but I'd love to pull a ghost rare. I'd much rather pull a ghost rare than buy one. But it's just the math is not there at 3%. 3% chance of pulling a ghost rare. And on top of that, you have a 20% chance that it's the one you want. Because there's five different ghost rares. So that means if I guaranteed, I said, hey, this pack has a ghost rare in it. You go, oh, sweet. It's a 100% chance you're getting a ghost rare. It's a 20% chance you're actually getting the monster you want. And it's like, are you going to sell it, recycle that money, and try and get the guy you want? And it's like, this. it's a it's a huge gamble. I mean, if you want to go in on some Yu-Gi-Oh, I don't see, there's nothing wrong with opening 10 boxes of these. I just, my expectations would be very low. And I would just I would just eat the money and buy it raw. Under five hundred, I would buy it. I think that's where we'll see him. Who knows? We have no idea. We'll find out. We'll report on this. What's the date? In one week, we'll report what the prices are. Maybe you guys have already bought some because I know people are opening them on YouTube already. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Let us know what you guys think. We're not trying to influence you either way. It's just the facts. Yep. It, and there was something about this, though, because you guys were so excited about it. Everyone was like, dude, goes from the past, goes from the past. What do you think? What do you think? We were like, mm, it's cool. But if you're going to buy Ghost Rares, you know, you better be scooping up all the other ones first because <laughs> like, they're only getting more rare. So I don't know. I don't like it as much as Maximum Gold. I'll tell you that. Mm. <laughs> I don't. There's no cards mm. I want to pull. There's no cards I want to pull besides Dark Magician. But that, yeah, that's the thing. Is that? 
So they offer better pool. They offer a better like lotto ticket, but overall as a set. Yeah, but that's a, that's the thing I like about I like about Yu Gi Oh. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I like like maximum gold. Everyone gets everyone gets a. It's like it's like hidden fates. It's Everyone's rewarding. a winner. Yeah. Everyone's a winner. I like I like the sets where it's like it's, you get starlight prismatic. You know what I mean? That's like that's the one you're going for, and it's like a one in whatever pool. I think that's what makes Yu Gi Oh. Yeah. Like sick. That's, that's why, just me. That's personal. No, that's, that's personal. That's, that is cool. Cause it's like a challenge, you know. That is cool, but me personally, I'd rather have someone else pull it for me, and then I'll just pay the premium for it. I don't know. So I have, will I, you I, buy? I have, okay. I have a sneaking suspicion that this. Okay. How about these cards are going to be sneaky to pull? The people who do have them are going to are going to cherish them quite a bit. How about this? Because there's five. How most, about this? Most times, Guys. most times there's ghost rares in a set. There's only one or two. All right. There's five. Okay, how about Devin? <laughs> Devin should buy a case of of Ghosts from the Past, and we should do an opening on YouTube. Oh, an no, entire I, case. That, I was yeah, I was already gonna do that. Well, there we go. That was that was that was already my plan for it. Um, after I saw it, just because, like I said, for anyone who actually likes Yu Gi Oh, um, and you're like you're like, hey, I just like collecting Yu Gi Oh. There's there's really cool reprints in there that you don't have to go and buy from other sets. So like, yeah, if you're chasing the Ghost Rares. And then you also get these cards. It's rewarding. If you like Yu-Gi-Oh! But if you're just chasing the Ghost Rares, I'm telling you, Denny's strategy is way better. If you're just like, yeah. I only care about Ghost Rares, Denny's strategy is way better. If you like opening up Yu-Gi-Oh! You like looking at the different cards. You like seeing the reprints. You like seeing, you know, different cards and different rarities. You're like Again, me. Where if it, you it love it, it's priceless. You. Yeah. You rip it either way. Yes. I get it, but if you're only out for the ghost rares, I would say do Denny's way. Don't yeah. don't try to don't try you to get, buy. You'd be sad, yeah, yeah. Because again, a Yu-Gi-Oh fanatic, they see these boxes go for you know forty bucks. They're like, uh, yeah, that's underpriced. What are you talking about? And they just buy them all. You know what I mean? Because they just love Yu-Gi-Oh. It's just like me with Digimon. These boxes are two hundred dollars. Why would you buy that? It's like because I love Digimon. I don't care. I don't care if it's I'm overpaying. I want it. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Arm drag, I didn't have that card, so it'd be cool to have him. If I had to, if I had to get him, I'd have to either get him from like a, a mid-year set or like an old, old set, you know? And it's like, I don't, yeah. want, I don't like the mid-year one, you know what I mean? Because he's not, right, right, right. He's not really worth the value that people think he is. And then the old, old one's super, it's like, man, that's out of my range. Mm-hmm. So Ghost of the Past. Mixed feelings, all about it. I think if you just want the Ghost Rares, best idea is to go sniper when they come out in the market. I'm, I'm, Expect to see 500 bucks. Yeah, at least. At least. Um, but if you like Yu-Gi-Oh, I think it's a dope set. Now, if you see these cards moving for two, 300 you might want to get two. <laughs> I'm telling you. Just based off the last Dark Magician, the only other yeah. Dark Magician is the OCG one. The only other Blue Eyes is the OCG one. And they've done really well. And they're only two years old, three yeah. years old. Yep. So... That was actually a lot to talk about. Yeah, now that is it for Heart of the Cards. That is it. Well, no, it's good that we talk about yeah, it. It's out there. So I hope that helped you guys with your decisions for Ghosts of the Past. Let um, us know what side you fall on. Yeah. And do a box break for us. All right. Let's get into the Devoncore segment. Let's go. time to evolve the collection step up the game you guys know what it is this week we're gonna chill out guys we're gonna chill out we're gonna chill out we're only gonna talk about lookouts these cards 
I have a, a really big interest in them, and I like them a lot. I think they're very unique. I think the Pokemon that they chose to make these cards out of is very unique. I think that they, the fact that they spread them across all the sets, well, a few of the sets within the, uh, the series, I think is, is cool. But we are talking Prism cards, guys. Prism, Hollow cards from like uh, Sun and Moon. So the first one up is Celebi number 19 Hollow Prism from Lost Thunder. Uh, if you guys don't know what the Prism cards are, they have like the diamond in the middle with like the kind of like holographic black borders. Um, there's no real market for them right now. All right, there's no real market. There's some PSA. Some people have graded um, the older ones, the ones from like uh, Celestial Storm, the one from like Forbidden Light. Like some people have graded those, and they're, they're selling them for fifty, hundred bucks here and there. Um, but if they're going for fifty to hundred now, you can only imagine what they will go for later on. So if you see them already graded for fifty bucks, like I'm not even not even capping with you guys. I'm not even lying here. I'm not hyping these cards up for nothing. I have literally already bought the Celebi uh, Prism Hollow. I have bought the Jirachi Prism Hollow. I bought two of them already, and I also bought um, the Xerneas uh, Prism Hollow. Already graded. So, like I said, I'm not joking. I, I personally just like these cards. I'm not saying that they're the next big thing. I'm not going to say they're going to blow up. I'm not saying they're going to be $500. I'm just saying that these cards are very unique, very cool. And in terms of collecting, I think they have a really nice spot on someone's shelf. In five years, ten years, who knows. Next card up is Latios number 108, Hollow Prism from Celestial Storm. I like, I like Latios and Latios, so 107 and 108. Those are the ones from uh, Celestial Storm. I like both those uh, both of those ones a lot because they have like um, almost like the Delta species like fire around them uh, of Latios and Latios. I think that's a cool little thing to add in on them. Arceus number 107, uh, Hollow Prism from Forbidden Light. Another sick card. Check it out. All these cards go for like, they're not cheap. I mean, you can find some for pretty cheap, 2 to $4, or you could find some in some really good um, quality for like, eight dollars um i think the celebi goes right around for like eight to twelve the latios latios is like a uh i think like eight dollar card ten dollar card um the jirachi card goes for like 15 we'll talk about him a little bit later so they all go for like varying prices they're not two four or five dollar cards um like you may think they are just because they're not that special but excuse me but they are super sick this next one i actually sold this i regret it giratina i had two of them Number 58, Hollow Prism uh, from Ultra Prism. I had two of them, and I sold both of them. Terrible. Um, regret that. I actually had two of these as well. A Lunala, number 62, Hollow Prism from... Uh, Hollow Prism. Hollow Prism from Ultra Prism. That's hard to say. Uh, I had two of those. I sold both of them. Regret it. So Galio, number 89, Hollow Prism from Ultra Prism. Dark Ride, number 77, Hollow Prism ultra prism all these prisms are, are are messing me up ditto so this one this one's kind of funny ditto all these cards are legendaries i don't know if you guys noticed celebi latios latios and they're kind of like the the off not ditto though the off branded like right they're not the trademark they're not the trademark legendaries they're like kind of like they're not the mascot yeah dark rye kind of is but he's kind of like pseudo you know what i mean like giratina kind of is okay yeah right they're not you know what Arceus. I mean? Yeah, yeah, they're like, they're like the like the side legendaries. You know what I mean? Jirachi's like a like a special event type. Jirachi was like, well, he was supposed to be the next Mew. So was Celebi, but they just they didn't end up 
Yeah, well, Arceus is in there, though. Yeah, so anyways, like, you basically no, I get have, like, it. all, I get the, all it. These the legendaries. Are not, these are not the most popular legendaries. These aren't the most popular legendaries. Besides Giratina. Yeah, except, besides Giratina, Darkrai, uh, maybe Celebi too, but, yeah. But, right, uh, no, I get it. But Ditto. Ditto was the only other Pokemon that got a hollow prism. What? Why? Mm. I mean, there's trainer cards. There's trainer cards, like stadiums and stuff that are hollow prisms, um, which I didn't put on here because I don't like them. They don't interest me at all. I think there's only one that really does. It's called Black Market, and I have like three of them. Um, but yeah, uh, Ditto was the only hollow prism that wasn't a legendary. I mean, technically, he's kind of like a pseudo legendary because, I mean, he can kind of just clone and, and breed with anybody. But yeah, Ditto number 154 hollow prism from Ultra Prism. Check it out if you're a Ditto fan. Uh, I was actually looking at a bid. He's on my watch list right now, so don't think I'm lying about getting a Ditto because <laughs> I plan on getting one myself. And like I said, Jirachi number 97, Hollow Prism from uh, Celestial Storm. I think this one is um, a big sleeper. I feel like people who are fans of Jirachi, and there is fans of Jirachi, there's a lot of them out there, and they pay really good really good money for their Jirachi cards because Jirachi doesn't come out that lot, and when it, when it does... Um, it seems like the sets that it comes out in, people just don't appreciate. So, Jirachi, I would say, that please, 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 if you're not, if you're gonna sleep on any of these cards, the ones that you shouldn't be sleeping on are Celebi, um, Darkrai, and Jirachi. I would say, don't sleep on those Hollow yeah. Prisms. Those are probably the must-haves. Jirachi is such a just go out there and go out there and spend desirable Pokemon, even though he's not very popular. It's so weird. For those three cards, you can go out there and spend about thirty-five bucks and you get all of them in like pack fresh condition like straight out pack into a into a sleeve into a top loader and they're ready to send it to you for like 35 bucks you can get the uh, giratina the celebi and the drachi so i already ha- i already bought two of the drachis go check out this drachi i think it's very um uh it looks it looks a lot like a drachi card that drachi collectors would collect and uh if you guys aren't familiar with the hollow prisms i would definitely go brush up and look at a few because they're awesome looking they have that star in the middle that has the hollow the card itself is hollow and then the borders around it are hollow so check them out that de- that just about does it for the devon core segment just lookouts guys real easy breezy stuff uh, nothing big but if you guys are interested and you guys want to put something new in your collection or maybe you guys have never seen them prism cards check them out hmm prism i know devon's gonna be searching my bulk for some prisms now yep it's going to cost him a ghost from the past box. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. That's a fair trade. I always hate doing that because it's like, man, what if I give you the box that has a ghost rare? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, that's why I always hate trading people sealed stuff. Now I'm, I'm going like, to get oh. a DM. I'm going to get a DM. Hey, bro, I heard you're trading a sealed sealed product for bulk. Do you want to trade me? Yeah. Someone's going someone's <laughs> gonna to be in my DMs now. I'm like, no, dude, it's with my brother. Yeah. Stop. All right. <laughs> Final segment of the day. Let's get into the Poke Tower top five. Let's go. All right, guys, Poketow Top 5. We blaze through to you guys' favorite segment. A little diversity today. The goaded. The goaded segment, guys. I'm all over the place. A little diversity in today's Top 5, episode 30. I did some digging today, right? It wasn't just like, hey, let's check out the watch list and let's just uh, throw some slap. I mean, I've been putting in some work the last few weeks. Hopefully, you guys have had some serious buying options. Like, hey, we can go CGC. We can go... uh, booster packs <laughs> we could price filter we could do this we could do that you guys have all the options well this this week is a little bit different it's not though it's kind of it's kind of some returning returning uh contestants here in the top five uh one is not more important than the other but i hope that number one finds you guys well so number five here 
newbie. Well, no, he was he was in the top five at one point, and I told you maybe 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 if you could pay a premium for this guy. I'm starting to see a trend now, though. Charizard, shining fates, shining fates, SV107. He has plummeted into the low 300s, high 200s. Now is the time to buy. Now here's the strategy. You do not pay 300 for one. You need to try and pull a PSA 9, PSA 10 quality Charizard for 250 out the door. Why would you do that? Well, because the stats are showing... <laughs> the stats are showing that all the modern Zards... We're talking Champion's Path... Darkness Ablaze, uh, who's the other one? Where's the other one? I'm missing one. I'm missing one. Maybe huh. that's it. Oh. Modern Zards. Do you say Hidden Fates? Not so Burning much that Shadows. one. That, that one's, that one, no, those, those are recovering in price. But anyways, okay, Champion's Path, Darkness Ablaze. What you're going to find is that the Rainbow Zards and the Shiny Zards from Champion's Path in a 9 sell for about 350 400 Maybe some people get them for 300 you know what I mean, if they're letting them go. But So that's why you go with the $250 price point, because if you end up grading a 9 and you don't want the 9, you're going to be able to recuperate at about $300 plus. Doesn't, that's not a lot. Like You're, you're going to barely break even, but it's not a loss at that point. I think when you get into the 300s, if you do not pull a 10, you're getting into scary territory. But I think 250 is low for this guy. I think Shining Fates is low produced. I don't think they made as much as people think they did. I just think that much like Digimon, how we talked about last week with Digimon, everyone's like, man, Digimon's so rare, it's so expensive. It's like, no, it's not rare. The reason the singles are expensive is because nobody's opening sealed product. If we open more sealed product, singles drop, which makes sealed product more valuable. You know what I mean? But we're at this we're at this like Mexican standoff right now where the guys with sealed product are like, I'm not opening it. And then the people with the who actually have the Grail cards are like, well, I'm not selling because there's no more out there. So we're at this port where people are just like, I'm going to get my money's worth if I sell it. So I think 250 is going to be the low end for Charizard. And I think it's going to stay that way. I think he will be, he will float in the 250-300s. So now is a great time to snipe one or two if you like the card. I like the card. I was looking. I didn't buy any. Um... But if, if I just happen to be on eBay one day and I see a PSA 10 floating around, and what I mean by that is a PSA 10 raw, I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, that's a 10. It's going to get a 10. I'm going to get it. Um, and I may get two. Uh, I think it's a great time to buy it. I just, I mean, we watch the card's price go from 800 down to, you know, in the low 300s. And what you do is you send offers at 245, 250. That's what you do all day. If you like the card, be hard. Be yeah. hard on your grading though. Oh, make yeah. sure make sure you're not you're not like after hearing not this. Not one nick not, on the back. Yeah, you guys you guys aren't you guys are hearing this podcast, you're like, oh yes. Yeah, you know, easy, a, easy. Charizard yeah. two fifty, easy. Make sure you were looking, you were looking, you were looking, you I have looking. I have a no nick B yeah, be as no hard nick as tolerance. possible. You can't have any nicks on the back. I'd rather I'd rather get hit for centering than on a nick because a nick yep. is something you can see clear as day. Yep. And if you're not catching these nicks and scratches on the back do not buy them. Like you need to be like asking for more pictures. Yeah. You need to ask for more pictures. You need to do mm-hmm, the whole mm-hmm. thing because you guys are going to get heartbroken. You guys are yes. going to get seriously heartbroken when you go and buy two of them because you go spend $400 so you get two of them for 200 bucks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Each. 
spend four hundred dollars and they both come back as nines. Right. And then next year there's a bunch of nines out there and you're like, wow, I can only sell this thing yeah. for two hundred dollars. Yep. You're gonna be heartbroken. So make I sure you were just tough. You were just as tough as you can when you're buying a Charizard. Yeah, you want to go for ten. Don't yeah. we're not going for nines. But yeah. I'm saying I think if you buy one for two fifty and grade it for fifty or hundred bucks, whatever the case may be, you can still get out at three fifty and be just fine. Right. For a PSA nine. Right. Now the ten, that's where you get into that seven hundred to a thousand dollar price point, which I think will stick for a long time. Um Just a little just a little reminder though. Be, yeah. Make, make sure when you're hunting for these arts, yeah. you are Yep. extremely harder than you are on any other card yep you want tens that's all you want yep sorry uh, it has to be in a 10 number four it's back it's back guys i'm telling you japanese fossil packs i'm seeing some as low as 160 dollars for the most part as long as you don't pull hypno or ditto out of fossil you're gonna do good because remember you get a holographic in each japanese pack these vintage ones so don't pull Ditto, don't pull Hypno. If you can pull Gengar, Zapdos, Articuno, Aerodactyl, Dragonite, um, even Haunter. Uh, who else is in there? I think I there's like a Mew. The one. There's a Mew in there. I, like I believe the there's a Mew in Fossil. You pull the Lapras, Kabutops. Like pull one of those guys, you're going to be just fine at 160 bucks. You know what I mean? You're getting a mint condition Japanese Hollow. You, you just hope and pray that you get a Mew or a Dragonite, though. That's what you really want. Or Lapras, Haunter, like Gengar. You want those guys. Um, But any as long as you don't pull the Ditto... You know what's funny? Is I did a, a heavy pack opening, like, a little less than a year ago. I did a heavy fossil opening. And I was like, hey, pretty much we're going to do good as long as we don't pull Ditto. I pulled a freaking Ditto. <laughs> I was like, no! <laughs> but he's PSA 10 quality. That's the only thing that saved me. I might break even... But his price also goes up over time, so it's just one of those hold long time. Oh man, our man Ditto. I like Ditto. Yeah. He's like 150 bucks in a ten. It's like not good, but mm. yeah, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't get rid of him. And I think I paid 120 for the pack, so I finally broke even at some point. But um, for 150 in a ten, I wouldn't get rid of him. No yeah. way. Oh no, no. Um, so that's number four. And remember, we talked about Japanese fossil packs before, and I don't think I've seen them as low as 160. Now do your research on the sellers. Do your research on everything. Make sure they got good reviews, good pictures. They have multiple Pokemon items available on their store. Those are the guys you want to buy from. And if you have to pay $250 because you feel safer, you do that. If you're talking about gambling, okay. $250 on Ghost from the Past or $250 on one Japanese pack that you know is going to pull a hollow. That's where. That's why I'm talking about you spend the $250 on this. You could even keep it sealed. I guarantee you it's going to go over $300 next year guaranteed gains this easiest way to break into the hobby guys and have a good like a high-end quote collection number three here this one's a little more pricey but i still like it japanese jungle packs 220 bucks keep it sealed it will go to 300 300 very soon because the price is just they, they keep going up like remember we were talking about rocket for a while rocket's starting to get over that three that 275 300 price point which i think is no longer worth opening it's more of a sealed product um but japanese jungle packs you can still pull snorlax which is a banger um you can still pull flareon uh who else is a big one in there uh scyther another one you don't want to wiggly tough is another one that's really hard to grade you don't want to pull uh who am i talking about in there you don't want to pull vaporeons even though it's a cool card 
Um, you don't yeah, want to no, pull. I, Ven- I, you don't I, want to pull venom off. I noticed. I noticed <laughs> yeah. that the Vaporeon doesn't go for much. Yeah, you don't want those. Um, you want to pull, you know, one of the bigger cards like Snorlax, Snorlax or Flareon or uh, Wiggly, Wiggly Tough. But there was something out there was going. Oh, and not not only that, but in these packs, guys, in Jungle, you can also pull the Jungle Pikachu. That's a big deal. Do you grade that thing in a ten? That's a good. That's really good money for a non-hollow Jungle Pikachu. Um, there's things like that that are that are floating around in those packs. So even the even the commons uncommons grade for good money. Very much like a base set Charmander, you know what I mean, or like Squirtle. They're still good money. Um, so if you can just if you can pull a Pikachu and a nice Hollow, you're gonna make more than 220 bucks after grading. But I like Fossil more. I, I like Fossil more as a set. Next, agreed. Number two is making a return. This is my personal favorite, and I'm probably gonna buy a pack this week. I'll probably buy one a week for the next. Or one a month, two a month for the next couple months until PSA opens up. Pokemon XY Flashfire. You can find them as low as 50 bucks. Some people are going to say they're 55. Some people are saying they're 60. Work your deals. Get them for 50 bucks. Try If you had to pay 55, who cares? You get them. This will be a $100 pack in the next 18 months. Now imagine having 10 of them and you double that up. You know what I mean? 500 bucks, double it. 1,000 bucks. And you don't have to sell them all. Maybe you just collect the art set and then you get doubles. Yeah. Lots of things you can do there. Flashfire, I really like it. That is like, that's like the, the earliest set. I mean, if you're talking about a set that's going to go vintage and will be worth something, it's going to be Flashfire. It's the only Mega Charizard X around. That's the one you want. Um, number one, this is a new one. A new one, but I really like it. And, uh, also, take this one with a grain of salt. I don't think it's the best, like, gains. I don't think you're going to make the most gains if you if you intend on selling this at one point, but I like it. I like it a lot, and I think it is an ultimate sealed collection grail. You have to have it. Oh, yeah. You have to have it. At this price, it's ridiculous. This has been on my watch list forever. You have I mean, to get I, it. Yeah, I've had this on my watch list and for a And we've watched the time. price up. I know. So the last time we checked the prices, they were at... Um, the last time we checked prices, they were 60 bucks. That was the last time we visited this. Check this out. Neo Genesis Premium File Binders. You can get them sealed for 90 bucks. Buy three of them. Or you do the four box rule. One to rip, two to flip, one to keep sealed. Buy four. That's 360 bucks. You get to rip one. You get to grade your pools, which will recuperate all your money there and some. You get two to flip. At your discretion, hey, I want to double up, I'm going to get rid of it. I want to triple up, then I'll get rid of them. One to keep sealed. This is sealed collection material because the binder itself is foil. It looks amazing. I remember Devin had one when we were kids. Great yeah, cards. Now, I the know. reason the reason I say one to flip, two to... two. Wait, no. One to rip, two to flip. I would not rip four binders of these because the cards, generally, the quality control of these weren't that good. Lots of PSA eights and nines on these out of the out of the binder. So you, this is a remember we talked about finding out what's better sealed, what's better not. This is this is where that conversation makes sense. This item will be more valuable sealed because the chances of you pulling a ten are not good. Very low percentage chance. Now if it was a high percent, like hey twenty percent chance you're going to get a ten in this bad boy, you rip. You know what I mean? You rip all of them because you could win big right there. And so it's a gamble, but you win really big. 
But the fact that everyone pulls eights and nines, it, that's enough data for me to be like sealed collection. And they're, everyone knows what's in them. You know what I mean? You don't, it's no mystery what's in it. That's why it's better as for an aesthetic collectible. This is better sealed. And at 90 bucks, you, you can't beat it. It's one of the oldest Neo products that's still under $100. Go look at a Neo booster pack. Any 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 generation of Neo. They're up in the 500s. You know yeah, what I mean? Just ridiculous. Ridiculous. So if you got to get your Neo fix, you go for these premium file binders and buy more than one. You won't regret it. Yeah. I definitely recommend that. I'm 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 definitely going to buy more than one. And it's increased. It's increased. We were looking at these when they were 60 bucks. I wish I still had mine from when I was a yeah. kid. We were looking at these when they were $60. That was just like, I mean, what? we're only 30 episodes in, so maybe, maybe 10, 15 episodes ago. What is that, 15 weeks? Four months, five months ago? We were talking about these and they were 60 bucks. So it was a 30, $30 gain in less than half a year. That's an insane thing because remember, these, G, these Neo Genesis premium file binders, they're not rare. They're promos. They were printed to the end of existence. That's why they're still sealed stuff still lying around because if it was rare there wouldn't be any so there's a lot of these floating around um so don't think that you're gonna have some special delivery pikachu on your hands you know what i mean it, they was printed to that effect like there's a lot of them there's a lot but um they are finite in some aspect because the price is rising which is a sign that the supply is running lower so it's a timing thing buy now you probably see a 200 dollars binder within the next 18 months wouldn't be surprised and if you guys have questions about them like I know personal, a few of you have already bought them. Views. Yeah, a few of you guys have already bought them. So uh, talk amongst yourself in the Discord. I know Alpha. Alpha already has some. I'm pretty sure he shared them on his on his TikTok. So if you need like a personal review from one of our, our Discord members, hit up Alpha. I know he for sure has the premium Neo Genesis. Folder. Yeah, and uh, Chase got them too, I think. Yep, I think Chase did buy. So if you guys are on, if you guys are on the fence about it, and you guys are like, I don't know, I see the pictures and stuff, but like, how are they when you open it up, and how they, yeah, go find one of them because I don't, I don't remember when I was a kid. I know they were awesome. Mm -hmm. They were, and that's why I got to get, I got to get three of them. Have to. Yes, got to. So if I don't buy Flashfire, it's because I bought a Neo Genesis Neo Genesis Premium file. I just wish there was more heat in Flashfire other than just that. X. Dude, there's like eight. No, there's like eight Charizards in it. That's what I'm saying. It's just all. It's just a Charizard heavy thing. And that's where the believe it or no, not, I, the no, first I, Charizard Y is in that set, yeah. guys. Everyone thinks it's from Evolutions. He's actually from Flashfire. Yeah. 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 I think I think it's a great like it being fifty dollars in a Charizard heavy set is a great idea. Yeah. It's technically the only gold Charizard, by the way. But it's just like it's just like. Well, no, because Plasma Storm has the shiny Charizard with the gold trim. If you if you really break it down and you look at the set, you're like. If you don't like Charizard, terrible right. set for you. Yeah. If you don't like Mega Kangaskhan, he's supposed to be a secret rare. He sucks. No one cares about it. Yeah. So, um, it's a sealed product. I would not be ripping Flashfire. You're talking about just buying them, right? Looks. Here's an example. When I started collecting Pokemon, Rocket and Fossil Packs were 50, 60 bucks a pop. So, hindsight is twenty twenty. Flashfire is 50 and 60 bucks a pop right now. So to give you perspective on where this is going in the next 24 months, I just said Rocket and Fossil were 50, 60 bucks two years ago when I started collecting. Mm -hmm. Where are they now? You do you go on eBay, look at the prices, and then you tell me. So, yeah. and I, I have a feeling Flashfire maybe no, more. No, I, I definitely, I definitely think I think your sneaking suspicion is right. 
Well, I think Flash I think, Fire is I also think it sucks because it's like right. It's such a it's such a, a, a dog water like set if you right. if you look at it, but it it does it does. I mean, you can't you can't you can't fight it. Fifty bucks for a Charizard heavy set is yeah, like crazy loaded because you're you're right. Next year it's going to be a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. At the end of this year, it'll be a hundred dollars. Yep, it'll probably be eighty ninety dollars. It'll probably be two hundred the year after that. Yeah, um, and keep in mind, I think Flashfire is more finite than some of the original Watsy sets, right? Because Watsy is twenty something years old and they're still sealed product floating around Wizards of the Coast. Oh, oh, Wizards of the Coast products sealed. Hit they're me with, still the, hit me with flo- the abbreviation. I was like, what? They're still floating around. You know what I mean? But I have a feeling. 2014 Flashfire, I bet you there wasn't as much production going on. You know what's weird is I, I think, honestly, I feel the same way because when I look at older XY... Pokemon was not big in 2014. I look at older XY uh, products like Base XY or or XY Callow Starters or like um, XY Double uh, double Fist or mm-hmm. Furious Fist or whatever it was or like just those earlier XY sets, there's like nothing. On eBay, on eBay, they're either beat to hell or there's like nothing... 2010 to 2016 were very dark years for Pokemon. They dropped Pokemon Go. It exploded everything. But 2010, 2016 was very, very quiet for Pokemon because you had the black and white era, which wasn't that hot, which is why they had to make black and white too. When X and Y came around on the 3DS, they kind of had an upbringing up, you know, a little bit of, of a spike, but it was Pokemon Go that reset everything. So that 2010 to 2016 area, 2015 is like prime. And then when you compare the sets, 2010 to 2014, XY is one of the best sets in terms of flashiness, right? Because it's got the Charizard in it. Yeah, and if if you want to look at it this way too, they're all the black and white sets. They're not the the cards in them. There's like not that many hitters. Right. Like the artwork is terrible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On on a lot of them, like a lot of yeah. the cards, the artwork is Unless terrible. Unless you had a Reshiram or Zekrom, that's yeah. that's it. And it's like Legendary Treasures but, was a great one. But go, but go, go and try to buy some black and white product right now. Yeah, it's yeah. expensive. It's hard to find. It's because it, it's hard to find. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so many people didn't like black and white, and because, it's proven and nobody likes black and white. What makes it rare is, is a finite. They supply. didn't print a lot because it sucked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's gonna be like Rebel they were like, let's not make a lot it's of a, this. It's a Rebel Clash and a Crimson Invasion, but people just don't see it. That's right. what it was back then. People don't see it now. Yeah. That's what that's what Rebel Clash comes in invasion. That's what that's XY, what attracts us. Is yeah. that it attracts us because no one was into it. So there's a finite supply. And we're like, man, there's there's only ten of these cards. Yeah. It's like, yeah, because back then no one liked and, it. And the only people <laughs> and like the only people that are getting those those supplies of cards are the ones like right now hoarders are buying everything. Scalpers are buying everything, whether it's it's dog water or not. They don't care if it's a card. They're buying it. But before with black and white and um, these like older XY sets that people didn't like Pokemon and stuff. When people were going out and buying cards, they were buying the better sets, the better ones. They were leaving mm-hmm. all the trash sets out there mm-hmm. for all the kids and parents, well, all the parents to buy for their kids. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these cards that you see from these really slept on sets are in trash condition. Where the left, yeah. Because yeah. kids had them. Mm-hmm. Kids literally had these cards because it's the only ones they could have, they could, they could find because yep. all the other collectors were buying the cooler sets. You know what I mean? Yep. It's crazy. But yeah, I mean, when I think of the 2010 to 2014 era, Flashfire and Legendary Treasures are like two of my favorites. But yeah. you know, there was other black and white sets like Emerging Powers. I have like three or four boost packs. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. If Landers, you don't have Tornadoes or Landorus, yeah. you're done. You, you failed. You know what I mean? Yep. And there was a handful of sets that were like that. That's not the only one that was like that. 
So just um, that's something to think about. And uh, that's it. Neo Genesis Premium File, Pokemon Flash Fire, one and two on the top five this week. If you got to go, if you're a big spender, you got to get these these Japanese vintage packs before they get over 300 because that's where it gets in a scary territory of when you can no longer pull a hollow and grade it and break even or more. So it's very limited time on the Japanese stuff. And then Charizard Shining Fates, still an awesome card. I want one. I won't pay more than 250 for one. And I want a PSA 10 quality one. So my, my standards are really high, which means I probably won't get one. It's weird. It's weird. It's like, I don't like Charizard and I know he's a chase card and I don't really care for him. <laughs> I don't care for him that much, but I, I can't not have him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Being a collector, it's like, you can't be the dude who doesn't have him. Yeah. Say, so, hey, you got this Charizard? Like, no. Yeah. It's got to have him to have him. You got to have your basic card. Yeah. You got to have him just be like, yeah, I got him. It's right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nothing. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a display card. Put him back in the corner. Put him back in the corner. Yeah. Go back in the corner. This one doesn't go in the save. He's not rare enough. But look at all these Lugias and Ludicolos. Look at all that. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's a collection. So, (laughs) episode 30. We had a ton of content for you guys. Some good, some bad, some informational. Lots of good news with the Digimon box break on the way. We have another announcement for the end of April. Be ready for that. I'm sure most of you already know what it is. We already announced it. But, be ready for it. Um, and that's it. That's it for episode 30. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Tune in to our live Thursday, uh, where we answer all of you guys' questions. So if you're listening on the podcast, you guys got some extra time on Thursday. Uh, it starts at 5 PM Pacific standard time. Yeah. We're always on Thursday live. So if you're lonely, you're finding yourself eating dinner, you're at work. We had some new people show up last week. It was fun. You're the person on shift. You're at work. You're driving home and you have no other playlist to listen to. You listen to all your songs a hundred times through. Find us on YouTube Thursday, five PM Pacific Standard Time. Yep. We love to have you there. We'll answer all your questions. Hey, maybe we might break something open. We never know. We always end up doing something. You guys talk us into doing something every single time. Yeah, something exciting. Either it'd be a duel, something gets opened, <laughs> showing off our collections, whatever it is. Tune in, guys. It's always exciting. Oh yeah, that's it. All right, that is it for today's episode. We will see you guys Thursday. If not, see you next Wednesday. Later. Peace. Peace.